0: This is Citizen The Pod with your girl, Kina Zantel. Get your weekly plug-in to today's news, politics, and culture. Join me every week as I give you the rundown on poppin' topics and put you on game. Get woke with me. What's up, folks? It's Kina Zantel, and this is Citizen The Pod, and this is the Okie doke This week, Kanye West claimed to have seen the light. He went to Twitter to claim that Candace Owens, red pill black, Blexit leader and self-proclaimed free thinker used his name to launch a line of t-shirts. I recently seen social media posts stating that they were working on this line together. Yay went to Twitter and stated, I support creating jobs and opportunities for people who need them the most. I support prison reform. I support common sense gun laws that will make our world safer. I support those who risk their lives to serve and protect us, and I support holding people who misuse their power accountable. I believe in love and compassion for people seeking asylum and parents who are fighting to protect their children from violence and war. I introduced Candace to the person who made the logo, and they didn't want to use their name on it, so she used mine. I never wanted any association with Blexit, and I have nothing to do with it. My eyes are now wide open and now realize I've been used to spread messages I don't believe in. I am distancing myself from politics and completely focusing on being creative. Now, I have some concerns. Is this genuine? Who has Kanye spoke to who could magically change his mind about Trump and Candace Owens? He was recently seen in the Oval Office wearing a MAGA hat. Was it the fashion industry who don't support Trump's treatment of immigrants because they provide the cheap labor needed to make these billion-dollar brands and possibly his own? Is he upset he didn't get a pardon for Larry Hoover? As we all recall, Trump granted clemency for Alice Johnson a week after his wife, Kim Kardashian West, met with Trump. Has he opened his eyes to the show Trump wanted him to put on in the Oval Office? Kanye practically called Trump the father he never had or were the t-shirts just whack and Kanye only associates himself with the things he thinks are popping. So I'm hopeful that all my listeners who are looking for leadership that will move marginalized communities forward with dignity and respect sees people and their flaws, but they're willing to lift up those with genuine intentions. Those who are willing to learn and listen to people with various opinions before speaking about subjects they know nothing about, especially when they have no personal connection to them. We don't expect people who are born rich to be able to speak about being poor unless they, too, have been poor before. As I stated on my Facebook page regarding the great Frederick Douglass, let's not settle for images of leadership draped in access arrogance, and flash, but intentionally follow and encourage those who need no cameras to make a name, whose work humbles them to continue, and the success of generations to come is what fills them with eternal gratefulness and drive. This was the Okie Doke. Stay tuned for the next segment of Citizen The Pod. Welcome back to Citizen the Pod. It's your girl, Kina Zantel. And we are probably about five days away from the most important election of our lifetime. Yes, I think I'm going to actually use that line in every single episode I record from here until Tuesday. I already know my listeners are engaged, but I just want to lay it on thick. So that you can then transfer that energy to your friends and family and, you know, do do your thing out here on Tuesday, yo. So, enough about voting and what you need to be doing as a good citizen. I have on the line a young man who is out here in the community talking to young people every day. I thought it was important to get a fresh millennial perspective on everything that's going on around. I know that he is woke. He is out here paying attention. So I am happy to introduce the homie today, sir. Amazing. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing wonderful. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm really excited to be on here and and, and talk some, some knowledge, some, some positive energy with you. And, um, yeah, you mentioned, uh, you mentioned this election, uh, coming up in a couple of days. I just actually spoke with one of my, one of my brothers, one of my fellow workers in the community talked to me about a rally happening on Saturday. So, um, you know, as far as voting goes, this, this is pretty important, but to be honest, why do you think this is the most important election of our lifetime?
0: You know, There is a lot of things at stake in this election because we're dealing with a president who does not accept some of the basic principles in which this country was founded upon. And I'm going to give you an example of that. Um, This week he announced that he wanted to, by executive order take away birthright citizenship. Now, according to the Constitution, right, the document in which this country is based upon, like all of our laws, everything that makes America great is the fact that we've upheld this Constitution longer than any democracy on the planet. Um, And we've been thriving because we have not steered away from this document and it simply states that if you're born on united states soil you are a citizen and i understand that there are apprehension there's apprehension out there because there there is a shift happening in this country in regards to cultures and you know and the status quo not being the majority and that fear is stoking resentment towards people who aren't going to be the majority anymore. And, you know, and I understand that we do have to address immigration. We do, we don't want a million people just running up on us, you know, as a country, I understand we have real threats out there like terrorism, but this idea that you're willing to say if you are born if your parents were immigrants you cannot you're, you being born in this country doesn't make you a citizen puts even African Americans citizenship in danger he's walking a fine line that once if, if, if he could do it he would and that should scare us and that's it's I think that everyone listening to this and hopefully the young people that decide to listen to this episode, you know, because you're on it, will take five minutes to Google the Supreme Court decision that upheld this same principle literally in one line. Like they, did, they, they're, they didn't have to argue anything. They literally just said, if you are born on this country and on American soil, you are a citizen. I mean, so it's, it's, it's it can, it, I don't want to sound scary, but it's, you couldn't get no realer. So I hope I answered your question.
1: No, I understand that. <laughs> and it's crazy because that's news to me. And I think about that, like personally, you know, my, my father is an immigrant. Right. You know, most of my family on his side is in the States are immigrants. I'm the only one really on my dad's side, other than my, now my little brother, my little sister that was born in the States. So, no, nah, that's crazy that I see even a situation or even a discussion. But
0: it, exactly,
1: it's it's and- it's wild to me because I just look at it from a situation where I'm like, man, some of the things that the president is doing is is almost a joke to me. You know, I, I know from a, from dealing with a lot of youth, they look at a lot of older and adults in a different perspective. And I look at it from a situation I remember when when that man won. And I said, you know, how do you expect me to have a respect for that status when you've allowed this individual who clearly has already proven that he was, you know, racist? um, You know, he's almost a sexual predator in a lot of cases. Right. Um, I mean, this guy's he was who he was before he got into that position. So it's like, why do you expect him to get into that position and and all of a sudden change his way? So it's it's kind of disgusting in a way the way things are right now from a political standpoint not even mm-hmm. being a discussion is it's robbing us of that american uh, robbing you know newborns of the uh, the opportunity to achieve the american dream
0: right exactly and you know he's just so divisive you know he he's literally running a campaign on fear i don't know if you've ever watched house of cards on netflix But it's just so funny how that show tapped into the idea of politics of fear. And then we're seeing this occur in real life, in real time. You know, on the show, they used our fear of Muslim terrorism in order to stoke, you know, people to go out and vote because they wanted a tough on terrorism president, right? But now we're talking about a president who has self-identified himself as a nationalist. And people say, you know, there are different definitions of nationalism, but he is not stupid. When he said nationalism and he said, my staff didn't want me to use this word is because they knew where he was going when he said nationalist that meant white nationalist, and we should be looking at him like are you serious like we have racist presidents before don't get me wrong however for a president in this day to say i'm a white nationalist which is a representation of a group of people who do not accept black people jewish people brown people it just it. I mean, are we are we taking a hundred steps back or not?
1: It's like it's crazy to me because when I look at the situation and what and how he got into office and everything he was saying, it's just I think it puts a lot of people in an awkward position because I look at it from a standpoint where I see Donald Trump as Donald Trump that I always saw. Like, I was never a Donald Trump fan.
0: Right. You know, like, before
1: he was in office, like, this is the same individual that was firing people to their face. This is, Mm -hmm. like, even down to his tweets, his tweets are no different than what he would be saying if he wasn't president. Like, he was always a radical, crazy-talking person, and for him to say those things, that's exactly why he got into office, because we do have a lot of people in the country that feel the way he feels. Yes. And And he's speaking up for them. And and the crazy thing is, it's like the mind warp thing I think about when I look at history is, you know, back in the day, you know, all right, so it's been 50 years since Dr. King was assassinated.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Back before the 60s, 50s, 40s, 30s, the ways of of moving on that extremely racist way was, Mm -hmm. it was high key, but it was low key at the same time. Whereas Mm -hmm. now we live in a time where we do live in a social media era, so now he could kind of just say the craziness on platforms more rapidly that a lot of people actually felt, and I don't know. It's 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 mind blowing to me. I I I take a step back, and, you know. I think when um we he did an event a few weeks back, I kind of t- I mean I feel like I mentioned it. I, I kind of took a step back from from the political spectrum because it was completely tainted the minute that he got into office. So it's like now it's like we just got to get I feel like we got to get through these four years I feel like we can't even I hate that CNN Fox I hate that people feed into uh giving this guy attention I feel like yes I
0: agree with you you
1: know what I mean like he's yes he may be the quote-unquote president however this individual already showed me who he was so why should I feel some type of way. I don't even want, like, using the term, oh, the president said this. Like, he tweeted about uh, Stormy Daniels. He called it a horse face or whatever. Yes. And, and, and I laughed, because I'm like, Yo, that's Donald Trump. That's, yep. president. that's Donald Trump. I remember yes. being in middle school and hearing about Barack Obama and hearing he was going to be the first black president in, in the direction he was heading it. and he proved to be who he was. And we knew about George Bush. We knew he was a little loony. We knew he was the son of, a, of an ex-president. <laughs> We knew he mm-hmm. was crazy. We knew about Clinton. So it's like, I don't know. It was, the, the world we live in now with a PC era of people feeling so sensitive about different type of topics, it's like, my thing is, the man is who he is, so we gotta deal right. with it now. Until 2020, we are stuck in a situation where it's limited things that we can do. All we can do now is do our individual parts as citizens, as yes. as a people to try and provide the changes that we can we can put into motion, but from that higher-up standpoint, it's kind of crazy. You talk about him saying, coming out saying he's a white nationalist. I mean, listen, like...
0: Times it, are nuts. It's it, nuts it's, out it's here. It's
1: crazy, and it's like... <laughs> it's it's rappers for 20 years have been praising this guy. Yes. Like, y'all been praising the same jerk. He's been the same jerk the whole time. I seen yes. Donald Trump on Fresh Prince. I seen Donald Trump on The Simpsons when they predicted he would be president. I heard Donald Trump in, in, in tracks by Snoop. I heard Donald Trump in songs by Ray Shremmer. Up like Donald Trump, like you get you get what you wanted because th- this is the guy that we got it. And that's it's kind of it's kind of interesting when you look at this. Uh... Huh,
0: okay, I never thought about those things. That... His engagement and with hip hop, but you know what? I don't. Um, I think that hip hop hip hop is an art, and I think that. You know, for a while, the industry it was um, it was profitable for the industry to talk about extreme wealth, to you know to 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 glorify a certain way of life. So, and because Trump had such a brand, it made sense to have. I don't think, I mean, I guess what I'm trying to say is in rap, we don't necessarily all the time, we're not necessarily having a serious conversation about things. Sometimes it is just about having a good time, having a good flow um, and entertainment. So I do understand his, you know, the, the reason why rappers have used him in the past, and I don't hold that against them. I just think now... Because we're becoming more conscious and so many rappers are taking a serious look at the way in which they engage with their fans and because they want to be more positive influences on their community. Because I actually think some level of misogyny has gone out of the rap industry. Like before they talked a lot about, you know, bitches and hoes. And I'm, I listen to a lot of hip hop artists now who, who don't use those terms or when they talk about women is in a different light. So I just think that as an art form, hip hop is evolving. And I think that there are artists now who would never use 45 in a rap song or give him that credit. Um, so, you know, hey, it's an art
1: it's an art it it, it is an art and that's just i don't know that's what i think of when i think Mm -hmm. of the whole situation with trump i just like man like i just couldn't believe it i couldn't believe it like i remember like you know to be honest and this isn't a a a good thing and we want to get our youth and get our people in our communities to vote more but i voted in the primaries and uh-huh. and I voted for Bernie Sanders. I didn't vote for Hillary Clinton. And I know right. for sure that if Bernie Sanders was 10 years younger, the whole election would have gone a, a much a different direction. And I think Agreed. the basis was, well, Hillary could be our first female president, our first woman president. And I'm like, I'm all for a woman president. I'm all for our president not being a middle aged white dude. Like, I'm 100% yes. for that. Yes. However, she wasn't talking about the issues that dealt with me. For me, exactly. Bernie Sanders was talking about mental health, and I'm like, Yo, that I got somebody close to me that's dealt with that. I've dealt with personal situations where mental health changes everything just as much as cancer, just as much yes. as diabetes. Yes. So it was like, you know, what are the issues that people are really looking at? Bernie yes. Sanders was talking about student loans. Yes, I went to was. college. I got almost yes. 50 racks in student loans. Woo! So, you know, and that's not even close to the average. The average is like 90 for most people. So it's yes. like, you know, those are issues that I, I looked at, I remember putting, like, Facebook statuses and tweeting, like, you know, when I'm 30, those are the issues that I'm gonna be worried about. I'm not worried about necessarily things that the Hillary was talking about, and obviously I'm not a a, a racist Caucasian man, so I'm not on the right. same level of thinking as Trump, so that that whole situation to me is just, it's, it's mind-boggling, but, you know, it, it like, it, it, I look at it as what it is, and, you know, now, coming into Tuesday, um, uh, talk to me about let's talk about how our youth and the importance of it because like I just said so I haven't so I didn't vote for Hillary in theory for, to over Trump because I knew New York state was uh, already going to be won by Hillary so I'm like if I was living in a swing state if I was in Ohio I'm voting if I was right. in, you know if I was like in Florida I'm voting if I'm in Texas right. I'm voting I'm voting in New York yep. I knew what it was but it's still Um, it's still very important just to even go through the action because there's so many of our ancestors and so many of our, you know, like I think about my grandparents specifically, like there's so many people that went through so much just to get an opportunity to get to the polls. So we can't can't never take that for granted.
0: So yeah, I think Tuesday, well, first I want to say that I supported Bernie Sanders too. I felt that Hillary did not have a clear message other than let me, vote for me so I can continue Obama's work. And I felt that that was a weak message because Obama was not a perfect president. And there were things that I disagreed with him on, so therefore she should have had a fresh message. And Bernie had a fresh message, so I agree with you there, and I think age definitely played a difference too, but also, um, you know, the powers that be, the Democratic Party, did not allow a free and fair primary in order to make sure that Democrats could choose their candidate. The party chose her as a candidate a year before the primaries even started, and that's unfortunate because that's why we got Donald Trump in office, because they didn't hmm. want to listen to the people. Hmm. Um But on, you know, but to pivot back to, you know, why Tuesday is important. So we're in New York State. New York State is not a swing state. Um, In many districts across the state, there are state Senate races happening. Now, that are extremely important because what we want to happen on Tuesday is for the state Senate to swing to Democratic control. If that was to happen, there are some key issues that will um, occur because we will now switch power from the Republicans to the Democrats. For instance, protecting Roe versus Wade. And I know there there are some listeners that I have here that do not agree with abortion. They would never get an abortion. But they also believe that women should be able to make that choice. Right, so they kind of, you know, they don't want to take it away um, from women, especially in cases of medical, you know, medical necessity, which definitely occurred. So we need to codify that into New York State law. Another thing that's important, if we swing control from the Republicans to the Democrats, is it's quite possible that we will be able to get some hardcore criminal justice reform measures passed, if not the legalization of marijuana, which is somewhat key to New York state's criminal justice reform changes, because in New York state, black and brown boys are being arrested for small amounts of marijuana at a much greater rate than their white counterparts. So making marijuana Taking away the idea that that can be an arrestable offense and sending, you know, black and brown poor people and even poor people. I mean, white white people are poor too. Sending them to jail in a cash bond system that sits them in Rikers Island for months because they can't afford their bail. That idea can be taken away now because marijuana is legal or just addressing the cash bond bail system in New York state is something that can happen because there won't be a bail bondsman lobby that the Republican party listens to who doesn't support getting rid of cash bail. That that's the reason why tons of poor people are in jail because they cannot make their bail. Um, So, you know, New York state is important at the state and local level. So if, You know, Cuomo's at the top of the ticket. It's pretty much a shoo-in that he's going to win um, because this is a Democratic state. They usually will announce the, you know, our federal senators and Governor Cuomo's win by 6 p.m. on Tuesday. Because once the numbers out of New York City come out and millions of people have went to vote and they've already voted blue, it doesn't even matter what happens in the rest of the state. There are more people downstate than there are in upstate. Big facts. So um, so th- there are some things that are definitely on the ballot. We're in Erie County. We're in Buffalo. So I think there's a state Senate seat with Karima El-Bahari happening in that Senate seat that's being held by Republican Chris Jacobs. Now, I actually like Chris Jacobs, but he decided to switch parties because they do that here. Um. But he's being challenged by a a woman and a Democrat. We probably need, we need her to win that seat because we need Democrats to take control. Like, bye Chris, see you later. (laughs) So, you know, pay attention to your local races. They're extremely important. And yeah. So, I mean, you're out here talking to young people. um, And I've seen you have been going around talking to high school students have you heard any of them discuss politics or are they discussing it because their parents are discussing it? And if they are 18, 19, 20, do you know if they're registered and ready to vote on Tuesday?
1: Well, I could say that there are definitely a a good amount of teens in our city in our area that are very much so invested and, um, interested in the political atmosphere because some of the things that you mentioned are, things that i feel like are more they lean more towards millennials well so we you you mentioned a few things so when we talk about roe versus way you know the reality that a lot of you know republicans and i don't want to say republicans in that grand atmosphere because i'm overthinking that political parties they control now our political atmosphere however yeah, that's not the reality of life. Like, so you can literally be a person that supports one part, one thing, and not support another. But because we're forced into choosing a side, it's like, uh, mm-hmm. it's another way of segregating and separating us as a society and as a community. Yes. But you know, you can't, I don't think it's right to tell a young girl that may have been sexually assaulted, right? That oh, you have to have this connection to that human being that ruins you. Mm. You know what I mean? That, that, that reality is something that you have to accept. You have to look at the worst case scenarios. And you talking about talking about legalization of marijuana. I mean, the reality to me is that is an old fashioned way of looking at saying that that's some way of harming humans Right. by, by the numbers, by other areas. Uh, I saw some today, I believe Mexico just announced something in regards to the legalization of it, uh, of cannabis um california obviously is booming anybody that wants to have a good time and they go to cali they know where they're going right Uh, there's a lot of ways in which is shown that the idea that that inhibits or leads to worst case situations is false yeah you know it's a lot of it is dependent upon the person Mm -hmm. um these are issues that definitely going to resonate with young people because the reality is young teens are out here having sex Yes, they are. Young teens are out here smoking. Mm-hmm. Now we don't want to them to hurt themselves in any type of way, but mm-hmm. that's just the reality. So I've, I've done some work. I've been in a lot of different groups for like teens, but like hope for team Buffalo and things of that nature. It's just trying to give our teens an understanding that there are better options out here to protect themselves from not only, you know, dealing with a situation where you can, where a young lady can get pregnant, but also dealing with the situation of transmitting, um, uh, sexual diseases yes um so those those are all big 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 issues man i mean it's our teens are 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 definitely they're definitely aware and one thing i always tell you know older adults i say when i'm dealing with these teens what they realize is that we're in the information age so they see all the flaws they see the flaws of the 50 60 70 years old they see my flaws they see your flaws they see somebody 45 plus flaws they see the flaws they seen oh well you can never live under that old school mindset which I know you're familiar with do as I say Mm -hmm. not as I not as I do that's yes they they don't buy that they're not they're not taking that and not in a rebellious way that you could say well that's well there's teens just rebelling no it's in the it's a reality of we are aware of the flaws that have harmed us all that cause so many different issues so Teens are definitely aware from a, a, a voting standpoint. I'm mm-hmm. not sure. I've dealt with some, some younger teens. They're not at that point. Um, okay. And I think there are a lot of ways in which, like I said with myself, I think there's a lot of ways in which there's a... It's always going to be that sense of, does my vote really count? We can go sure. back to... I remember I was, I was, what, seven years old in 2000 when mm-hmm. Al Gore lost? And it was yes. like the recount situation in florida so i don't know mm-hmm. the greatest details of it but it's like right. those type of situations exist and all it takes is let me type into google let me watch this yes. youtube documentary that has this point of view let me watch this yeah. youtube documentary that has this point of view it's 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 one side it's it's his side her side and the truth or oh, however truth. that Satan goes so it's like uh but these are things that are that are vital i mean you can't you, you just you just can't tell a young lady that's that's all I could think of is you can't tell a young girl that was assaulted that she's forced to have stay in the situation and basically yeah. it, you know some people have the the reality of oh this is the greatest situation of my life and they grow up and they have a success and they love their child and and, and you know it's not a fairy tale but it's a beautiful situation yes. but you also have to be aware that there's a situations where somebody can ruin their life too
0: mm-hmm.
1: where they're held back so um it's just I don't know it's just it's it's a crazy climate that we're in It's a very political correct climate that we're in It's a very fragile world that we live in now but but th- there are realities that teenagers are looking at and saying like you know these things there's certain things that are simple, <laughs> you know what I mean mm-hmm. it's like it's yeah. natural like why is this even in the conversation like we've we've passed this we've seen the flaws we've seen the flaws mm-hmm. from. From every major monarchy where the United States has to look, in, look at ourselves. We have to look at ourselves as a country and say, you know, every great empire had its fall. We're mm-hmm. marching. We're getting closer to that, to that birth date of, okay, X amount of years that the, the fall is going to come. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, you touched on a lot of, a lot of things. Um, you know, you mentioned, you know, a woman's right to choose. And you also talked about mental health. So just having the health care debate resonates with young people. If you've ever had a mentally ill person in your household who could not get access to a doctor or the medication that they needed, it's apparent to you that health care is important. Or if you've ever had a sick aunt or a sick parent, or if you've ever gotten into a car accident, health care is real. So you're basically saying, talking about the issues... In a real way will resonate With young people um, You know you also Talked a little bit about You know I think you may have Talked a little bit about criminal Justice reform in there Oh uh, man
1: that's crazy And that right there like you said not being able to Hit bonds so you locking people mm-hmm. Up for there's so many People that systematically have been put In a position where the reality is I do this Or mm-hmm. I starve Mm. And I'm not saying that I support that, but all I'm saying is there are a lot of humans that have made a whole lot of success out of their lifestyle through managing to kill that particular game. And mm-hmm. that game is the same as any business that mm-hmm. has any success. And the reality is when you look at our history and a lot of times in urban communities for the poor people in our country. You've been put in a situation that you cannot even control. You've had to learn the art of survival out of there. So when you're taking away these young men, these young boys, now you're taking away a young boy that may have a, 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 a may have had a kid at a young age. So now right. we're ripping another family apart, tearing up another household, and this is a repetitive cycle that's been going on for years upon years that yep. roots back to things way before either of us ever existed or were ever right. even thought of. It just keeps that that same repetition Psycho. you know what i'm saying it keeps yep. it going it keeps it flowing and it's it's sick it's yeah. sick because yeah you should not be that's the reality you know I, I i said it i said it to my parents hey if you get super alcohol is legal if you get super drunk you're liable to get behind the wheel and kill somebody if you mm-hmm. get super high you're going to eat and fall asleep
0: Right. That's You're just right. The, that's
1: the reality. I mean, Whether people want to accept it or not, that's the yeah. reality. You have the right to choose how you want to view things, but that's a reality. So it's messed yeah. up.
0: Cat Cat Williams said, and I and I said my quote: "Sleepy, happy, hungry, horny." Okay.
1: <laughs> For real, though.
0: <laughs> like that is Pit what that said. <laughs> you know the great words. Of Cat Williams, um, you touched on the cycle of poverty and life circumstance, and the best way to address life circumstances is to fully fund education in com- in poor communities. And our government officials don't do that, right? Education education has is like. The The way out of nowhere or playing a sport. And some people are going to be blessed to be, you know, physically, do, physical dominators and be able to do exceptional things when it comes to playing sports. But for those kids who aren't becoming a doctor, a technician, an electrician, you know, becoming an engineer, becoming scientists, becoming veteran vets becoming pet cleaners, being entrepreneurs, those are going to be the, the fields that people are going to be able to go into to lift themselves out of poverty. And in order to do that, you have to be able to read and write and rewrite in arithmetic, like they used to say. So if we're not fully funding education, we're not going to be able to get out of poverty. And you speak to a lot of youth, you're involved with a lot of youth programs. So, And I know that they stress education.
1: and I mean based on everything you hit on so for for some of your listeners some of your subscribers that may not know I host a talk show a local talk Mm -hmm. show I started here in the city it's called The Shift you can find us on Scovu TV you can find us on YouTube The Shift and Crew you can find us on Instagram The Shift and Crew and the whole basis of my show is what you just said it's inspire educate and motivate the youth of our city we want to provide encouragement so it's providing Mm -hmm. encouragement through understanding entrepreneurship so i have entrepreneurs uh musicians um you know i had a mental health blogger i had a vegan nutritionist on my show these different type of people within our city that are trying to progress and lift themselves and shift up we want to Mm -hmm. provide that same energy to our youth because a lot of times uh, just like education is port is important in in school education is important at home and that education at home means When you come home to see mom, dad, grandma, whoever is taking care of you, whoever that parental guidance person is that signs off on those permission slips, whoever that is, they have to let you know that you can be what you want to be. Mm -hmm. We're not all blessed to be the greatest athletes or whatever. I could say basketball changed my life, but I don't play basketball now. Right. However, it's about letting our kids know, letting these teens know, letting letting these youth know that. You can do it because Mm -hmm. sometimes we all deal with that level of discouragement. We all deal with levels and moments where we feel very low. And all you need is somebody to be there and uplift you and provide that support for you. And from an educational standpoint, I'm proud of some of the things that I've been able to see within the city. A lot of changes, a lot of people really out here and, and, and trying to put the pressure on everything. But I think from an educational standpoint, there are some things that the kids need to know that are more vital than some of the things that I learned in school. I was was in high school, I took calculus I was taking college courses And stuff when I was in high school And the reality is I I have nothing to show for that to me personally Other than saying, oh, give me a pat on my back I did something cool No, it Mm -hmm. would have been more beneficial for me to learn How to purchase a home How to start your own business How to understand The way taxes work These are things that people that look like You and me we mm-hmm. don't know because we're in, we haven't been in that position because of the gaps been so wide. We've been left yes. behind. Our mm-hmm. parents aren't really always in position to put us on to those situations because they were just trying to keep the lights on. They were just yes. trying to keep some food on the table. And when you don't have that access, we are now limiting ourselves. We are now putting the ceilings on ourselves. So there's so many ways. Like, I think schools should implement teaching kids how to use social media it's not yes. it's not natural to dictate the profile that you provide to the world around you. It's not a yes. natural thing. I'm c- oh, completely okay. in control of that so there's mm-hmm. there's so many different levels of of evolution and change that should be looked at and and the reality is when you talk about that funding, the less you get, the less ability you have because you still have to base school off that rewrite and arithmetic. but the reality yeah. is our world moves completely different in 2018 than it did in 2013 than it did in yeah. 2008 than it did in 2000 that it did not not even compare in the 80s or, yeah. or 70s, 60, 50s. So, you know, from an educational standpoint, we have to evolve. These have to be things. And, and the reality is, is that we, we've been brought up in a world, and a country where they say we're supposed to be employees. No. Mm, you know, no. when I was starting mm. things and meeting with different people, I would have little scripts that I would give them about the show, and I'd say, you know, I want to deprogram the employee mindset somebody said you know watch your verbiage with that which i understood but that's my pat that's what i feel mm-hmm. i'm tired of somebody telling me that i gotta work for you why right. can't i learn how to work for myself i could work for you to the point where i could work for myself and build myself up exactly. because at the end of the day ownership changes everything amen everything amen. so there's I-
0: amen i'm
1: <laughs> yes, um,
0: yes, I agree with you. I, you know, and I, it's my older listeners, I know that they are being put on to how young people think. I'm not that young, <laughs> but I agree with you wholeheartedly. At some point, you have to live your dream. You have to live your purpose. So if having a job allows you to fund your dream, don't leave that job, but stay focused on why you're doing that job. Exactly. This this moment in, in life is about reaching my purpose. So I have this job to do that. The idea that I have to have a simple life or a certain kind of life until I die is not living my purpose i was put on this earth to do something great whatever that is so if that means i'm a teacher and i'm here to educate kids that is my purpose i need to live in that purpose now i may not have went and got a master's degree and started teaching young kids and went to the school t school system but i may have this job that allows me to start that youth program that allows me to teach young people how to do their taxes how to do their social media programming. So you touched on something that I think my older viewers need to listen to because they we need their knowledge and their wisdom in order to take young people to the next level. So we can't do it without ha- without bringing them on board and saying, "How do we do this together?"
1: I mean, teamwork makes the dream work, and that's it
0: make the dream work. That's
1: just the reality <laughs> of it. So you know, as important as all those things are. It's vitally important. Like I'm blessed that I had parents that from the time Mm -hmm. I was a young, young bull, young boy, they always taught me the importance of having a relationship with older, older people. Like, you know, so I've when I was 10, 12, 13 years old, I'd be around great my great-grandparents. I'd have conversations with 60. 50, 60, 70 year olds at that point mm-hmm. and pick their brains on certain situations and get mm-hmm. that knowledge and understand that, you know, life teaches you as you grow and go through it and walk through it. However, um, you have to have that charisma. You have to have that and am- that self ambition in order to take things mm-hmm. to the next level. The thing that inspired yes. me, you know, when we talk about f- working a job and funding was the alchemist, the book, mm-hmm. the alchemist by Paulo Coelho changed me because that journey, is a journey that a lot of people are not built for because you understand that it's going to come with a lot of lumps. Yes. You know, like I've had, I had conversations with mentors. I got mentors, that you know, you know, very high up, they're very successful in their fields. And I remember being younger and they'd say, you know, you could be greater than me. And I'm sitting there like, what? I'm trying to, how, how can how? I be greater than you? But, the reality is, I had this conversation with some of my peers, some of my best friends, and say we use we go to go back to hip hop because I I say like it's harder for me because I grew up in a hip hop basketball culture. So for me, right. it's like yo, when you on, you could be Bow Wow, you could be Bron. So yep. they was they bought their mama house before they was even legal to drink, basically. So like mm-hmm. it's it's hard to to measure yourself up against that. But the reality is just as Bow Wow and Brown were who they were, there's two chains who popped when he was 40. So like yes. so it's the reality is we all on a different journey. We all climbing this different path. And and that's okay. that's the and that's one of the other elements that we try to bring to the show is that yes, so the different artists and entrepreneurs and business owners and people that we have on our show is like somebody who they may they may be just breaking to the point where they can break away from the chains of having to work for somebody else. They're mm-hmm. just getting to that point. Or they're still on that, they're still ascending now, but still doing super dope things. And I think that's the most important thing to to relate to to the youth is just that that awesome feeling of of growth and understanding that what what the older people can tell us is that man, you think you had a badge, you ain't seen nothing yet. Yeah. You ain't seen nothing yet, which is hard to understand because they know.
0: they know know yeah they lived it
1: they lived it because they felt the same way as us Um, Mm -hmm. but it's different tools that we've been granted so um i don't know it's so much it's so much i feel like i'm preaching now but it's
0: no (laughs) (laughs) it's okay because i i was just about to say look what god has for you is for you okay and you know like you said we're all on this journey so I know that there are a lot of people after this episode that are going to want to know more about you and what you're doing. So let the people know where they can find you on social media.
1: Okay. So my biggest, my biggest social media is right now is probably Instagram and Twitter. Both are sir underscore. Ain't underscore zing. Sir amazing. So my name is spelled differently. Give y'all a little tab bit. Like I said, I'm, I'm a little different. My, my pops is from, Uh, formerly known as Zaire Democratic Public Congo. My name is Aime, which is French. Um, So Sir Amazing is A-I-M-E-Z-I-N-G. So it's Sir underscore A-I-M-E underscore Z-I-N-G. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter. Those are the main bases that I run off of. My show is The Shift and Crew. So it's at The Shift and Crew uh, on Instagram and Twitter as well and YouTube as well. Um, And... You know, we just on the same journey. I, I'm really thankful for, for letting you, for you letting me come on here and, and, and talk with you a little bit. I think it's very important for us all to, to cast our votes. Um, like we talked about. So, for those older generations, like when I think about my grandmother, you know, what they, when I was, uh, <laughs> I did a variety show rap thing when I was in high school. I, and one of my mm-hmm. lines was like, the, it was, I went off the uh, Kanye West's song Power. And I said, the power it took for my grandmother to vote. So, you know, the, the trials and tribulations that the generations before us, and I'm not just talking about African-Americans, black people. I'm talking about every every, every group in here from yes. women's suffrage to the Irish-Americans to, you know, we had yes. a situation happen in Pittsburgh. That's awful to our Jew, There are so many different groups that have by up the, the, the higher ups have. Forced us to try and be separate, but the reality is teamwork makes the dream. We have to be united. We're all at the end of the day, we all are humans.
0: Yes, and we're all here. American.
1: Exactly, we're here for that same reason, and that's the the biggest thing is getting us all to follow our dreams. So, um everybody could catch me there. um Like you said, I'm. You know, I try and do as much as I can as far as helping with the community, and, and I'm really working on getting more involved and, and, and getting more in touch with our youth because. They are future. And I just want to say for people in Buffalo, they may have doubts because I hear it, you know. All these young kids, they they got attitudes. Yes, yeah, a lot of them because they misguided. They haven't had the right love. They haven't had the right yes. opportunity of somebody to show them, like, you are something. You are somebody, like they used to say. Like, uh, like they said in help, you was smart, you was kind, you was important. Like, mm-hmm. kids need that. Adults right. need that so Mm -hmm. why do we feel that that's not the case but the point i'm making is that there are a lot of our teens out here and there are a lot of programs that i'm really proud of that are really built on trying to bring us together and really helping our youth out so like i said thank you again so much
0: oh listen i am i enjoyed this conversation i know that my listeners will enjoy this conversation and I'm grateful that you've been, you did, that we actually had the opportunity to get you on this show, um, especially before this, you know, critical primary that's on Tuesday. But listeners, I want to thank you for tuning in to all of my episodes. This will be episode 18, and I am grateful. Um, and you know, my motto is to live in a constant state of gratitude, so I am extremely grateful to have been able to do 18 episodes. But you already know the Surge 8 2018 is a movement. If we can send 100,000 men and women to war. We can send 100,000 men and women to vote. This is our time. So don't let the powers that be or the man keep you from doing what you've got to do on Tuesday. Lyft is offering discounted rides and communities to the polls. So you should you should definitely not have any excuse to not go and vote on Tuesday. Thank you for being on the show. I appreciate it.
1: Thank you for having me again. Everybody, please get out there and vote on, on Tuesday, November 6th. And and just let's continue to spread this love and positive energy because this city is is definitely on the rise in the next five years. So it starts it starts with your votes on Tuesday. So thank you again.
0: No problem. This was Citizen the Pod.